Hello and welcome to Can You Relate with Effie Grant. I'm Effie. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. Last week, I touched on loss and briefly mentioned miscarriage as one of them. The pain and the questions associated. In fact, after recording that session, the whole subject of miscarriage couldn't leave my thoughts. Hence, my decision to go with it uh, for this week's podcast. Because it's one of those things hardly spoken about even indoors and publicly owing to some of the shame that's associated i think uh, but many people are finding their voices and i hope that you find yours too um, that is if you've been through it or are going through it and for the ones doing the shaming well um, shame on you before i go into any of um the details of my experience can i just say thank you to those who took time to comment or share a message um in the inbox um to get through who said i've always seen you as a brave lady and you never let me down continue soldiering on dear so thank you Gertrude um, really appreciate that uh, Barbara said that it can be tough but there's still hope and I couldn't agree more there's always um, hope uh, Loretta says um, no fetal heartbeat there's always lights at the end of the tunnel God has indeed been faithful uh, Racy from the inbox said I never felt pain like that it's too shameful to share but i can say well done to you well thank you for sharing and i hope that you do find your voice one day soon to have to share because we can all benefit from each other's experiences so i'm going to go straight into it um in terms of what miscarriage is um, over the years, I've learned about early miscarriage, late miscarriage and stillbirth. And of course, early miscarriage is when an embryo or fetus dies in the first trimester, so the first 12 weeks. And a late miscarriage is the second trimester, so after 12 weeks, but both before 20 to 24 weeks of pregnancy. A stillbirth, on the other hand, is the death of a baby after 24 weeks of pregnancy, either before or during birth. And probably I can only imagine the most devastating because you, you've, re you've reached a point where you can almost see the life um, of this child. And then, you know, one minute they're there, then they're gone. Either way. All three can be painful to come to terms with. Now, some of the symptoms of miscarriage I've experienced um, included heavy spotting, um, vaginal bleeding, discharge of tissue or fluid from the vagina and severe abdominal pain or cramping. Um, none of these 
you would understand is pleasant. <laughs> but um, one in four women actually experience miscarriage with about 85% being early miscarriages. And there are also times when miscarriages occur even before the mother-to-be knows that she's pregnant. Now, all five of my known miscarriages happened very early on in the first trimester. Um, it's still a mystery why it occurs, but some of the known reasons um, why it happens include abnormality in the number of chromosomes um, with a fertilized egg. And another is if you have severe diabetes, it is thought to increase uh, the chances of uh, miscarriage. But I think for me, the most important um, thing to understand is that it is really the case that it's because of something the mother-to-be um, has done or has not done. And it's easier said, <laughs> uh, frankly, it's easier said because not knowing makes it all the more difficult to come to terms with it. My first miscarriage was a hard pill to swallow. I remember a sudden feeling of this really crazy sharp cramping in my abdomen. And of course I panicked. I I knew something was was not right. And I sat down for a while hoping it will pass. Um then I felt a discharge and almost immediately rushed to the bathroom. I must have been there a pretty long time cleaning up myself. But eventually I finished, got out and called my partner, narrated what had happened and um, the fact that I was going to call the GP. And he naturally said he will be heading home. So having spoken to the GP and asked to come in, um, I went in and, you know, the next minute it was one thing after the other. And then I was having a scan, which showed the shrinking sack and the piece of news I didn't want to hear. He just went on and said that I could expect everything to come out naturally and hopefully she didn't need an aspiration. So an aspiration is where they would have had to put um, a tube into the uterus and sort of gently suck out the rest of the tissue. Thankfully, I didn't need that. Um, and everything happened naturally. But I remember I didn't sleep at all that night and for several days after no amount of consoling worked and I went through all the searching and questions of what I did that day that may have caused it and nothing made sense because I had done nothing other than the normal and I was 11 weeks. 
The second one, I remember deciding not to do anything at all once I knew I was pregnant as if that was some sort of a magic wand but of course you know it's it wasn't um I don't really recall the pain with this one but only going to the bathroom for a number one and to be met with a sudden pool and a gush and I don't know about other ladies but you know when you feel something like that going on within seconds in your mind you know you just focus on that desire to have to obviously look um to see what's happening but i didn't just look i managed to somehow catch whatever was coming out in my hand and yes sorry if you're a bit squeamish but it is what it is um it was a big red you know chunky uh mess but it was really emotional because to me i i was looking at remnants of what was my child and i recall how my heart was racing and the warmth of that lump to touch um i think i held on to it for a few minutes and then i said goodbye there was absolutely nothing that i could do um i found it really hard to flush the toilet frankly i honestly felt like i had committed a crime and that's all i could think about as i cleaned up and then i began to think what i was going to tell my partner i mean there was there was no other way of putting it but it scared me and i cried and wailed for weeks after he was kinder to me than i was to myself i was completely mad i said I didn't want to try anymore um and I just nursed myself back to some sanity. This one was 12 weeks. After this, three more happened, but I had grown numb to feel anything and the last one I didn't even tell my partner and I actually miscarried while in town um and I f- felt very much like God was torturing me I was so angry so angry um I had all of these questions that were unanswered from the previous and which each one that happened those questions remained unanswered and just saying that it was going to be okay made it somehow worse um but i i i sort of got to that point of okay i'm just not going to feel anything and i'm just going to be numb and it's easy to tell to you know lie to yourself really it's not telling yourself you're lying to yourself um like this because i was so lost and I'd put things in wrong places. Everyone just annoyed me and I was not kind. Okay? I was not kind and that wasn't me. 
those who know me well will tell you that I am a very serious person, but I also don't compromise on giving joy. Um, I'm the one who will always want to make you laugh or tease you, poke you, whatever, just to bring um, a little share, a little cheer. Um, but this was this was hard. And so I just decided no more trying and very quickly it led to getting an IUD. But that didn't last very long because like the spontaneous emotional wrecks we are, I decided one day, well, maybe one more. <laughs> so we agreed and then out came the IUD and surprise, surprise, nothing happened. Eventually, after all sorts of testing and probing, the conclusion was unexplained infertility. Now, imagine hearing those words from a doctor. I was talking to this doctor and I was laughing. Like, what do you mean? I have a child and I've conceived fine previously so what the hell are you talking about unexplained infertility now this carried on for nearly three years and by sort of going into the fourth year I then found that I had fibroids and that was a whole area of its own for another time One of the things I remember struggling the most with was feeling disappointed first with myself and then feeling that I disappointed my partner. Like I said, he was very kind um, to me during this time and I could still see the pain in his eyes as well. And the good thing was... He wasn't afraid to share, but it was one of the things that I had neglected. You know, I had neglected him too. And it's something that I'll say we need to do as women probably better. Um, because at the end of the day, we made that child together. It's only fair that we take care of each other. And it's hard to do. I know. Very hard. Um, but all I can say is, um, with a lot of hindsight, is if you ever get there, just think of him too. The other thing that got me mad was when people asked, how many children you have? And the response is, of course, one. And then the next comment is, oh, just the one. <laughs> when is the next one coming? Or, oh, you must have some more. She needs a brother or a sister to have to play with. And that's really especially from our people. Um, and that made me even more mad. It's like a stigma, one, to have to miscarry or, or not bear children. And another, if you have just one child. But which child is just... There is no just one child, my goodness. 
I felt like screaming into many faces. But I thank God for the gift of patience in those moments. So can I just say, stop asking stupid questions like that. I'm sorry, but there's no other way for me to put it because they are stupid questions. You don't ask, how are you doing? Do you actually desire to have another child? Because let's face it, some people are actually just happy to have one child, right? And is there anything I can do to help? Just ask. Instead of passing stupid comments, people need to stop. So many times my GP will say to me, if they relax, the stress doesn't help. But when the society around you as well doesn't ease the burden, it's difficult. So people, if you want friends and loved ones to flourish and have healthy babies, first of all, having healthy pregnancies, then please back off. I'm going to round off now and leave you with this. Miscarriages are rarely your fault. It hurts and the pain never leaves, I know. But share it, own it, and remember your partner's pain too. Stop stressing out and people get more supportive. And the facts is that the first part of being supportive is listening. Can you imagine going through the journey of IVF and then miscarrying? It can't be easy. But you never know the fine details of how people have money to conceive. So be kind in your comments. Be kind in your pronouncements as well. And be kind in the support that you give. So to all my sisters out there, don't get jealous when you find other people have conceived. Well, maybe just a little bit. <laughs> but rejoice in another's announcement genuinely. And try to remember the pain that you have felt and how you'd long to be blessed in this joy and say congratulations, mean it and and say, may this joy be mine. Don't invade their spaces, but when they come, smother them with all the love you can give a thousand of your own. Perhaps you can consider adoption as well. Recently, my daughter put on a movie um, I think the title was Instant Family and it was based around adopting. We laughed and cried together and in a moment she's, she just turned around and said to me, mommy, we should adopt. So I said, okay. And you should have seen the, the spark in her eyes and she was like, are you serious? Really? I said, okay, well, um, I said, okay, but there's a lot to have to think about and uh, discuss if it's the right thing for us. But I just wanted to share with you that there are options and it's 
never the end like some of the comments that I read earlier on and so um go out there and explore and relax a new friend I made a while ago also wrote a great book titled grief to grit and it's a book I highly recommend and I'll share the link to that as well as um, a link to uh, some more videos on miscarriage learning a bit more about that and how to be supportive and also on adoption so go along to be kind until we meet again next week be well